Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Twenties podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Today, we have on a special guest, and her name is Haley Alexandra. Haley is here with me in La La Land, visiting for the week. And you know Haley, you've seen her on the show before. If you haven't, she'll do a little intro for herself. But Haley is my best friend in the whole world and Brenna's BFF as well. And oh, she's doing a dance. You can't see her, but she's posing. She's <laughs> voguing. She's doing it all. And we are going to chat a little bit about dating and mindset around dating and apps and all that stuff because we need we need an expert and Haley that's you wow (laughs) that is so nice I believe I'm an expert on everything (laughs) I just didn't know this was one of those things but you know what I'll take it I think dating falls into the category of everything I agree I think you should definitely add it to your special skills my skills skills. so like on a resume yeah yeah the real reason that we thought that Haley would be great for this is because I told her this earlier today, actually, that I've really admired how she focuses so much on mindset when it comes to dating. And I think it's something that we don't like talk about enough. Like when we're talking about dating, we're talking mostly about like, how do you send a certain type of text or like, what, what, like what plans are going to be or like who the person is or how you're going to flirt. But we don't really talk about enough about, you know, mindset going into it. And since Brenna and I are in long-term relationships, we can't really like speak to that. So mm-hmm. we need someone to give us the low, low. Yeah, who knows? Low. Who knows? The low, low, the low, the low, low, low. low. No. low, low in La La Land. I've the low, low, low in La La, La Land. Land. But I really do admire how you have approached the the scene. So I'm excited to hear you share a little bit about that in a few. Ah, thank you. I will share all the thoughts. Amazing. So before we get into that, let's do a little intro for Haley, and then we'll do a little pride and pick, and then we'll uh, carry on. Shall we? Yes, we're going to stay calm and carry on, but um, the three of us are not super calm. So no promises. Don't forget about ghosts. Oh my God. This is the neediest person in this group. She's right here. The four of us. The The four of us. The four of us, this girl. Um, My name. Oh, there's no, there's four people. I know, but I like that stuff. Oh. (laughs) My name is Haley Alexandra Ross, as Julia Brandy Tolchin mentioned. I don't know why whenever I feel like I intro you, I have to say your full name. That's fine. But I've never, ever called you like your full name to like your face. I mean, I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, on the red. That's true. I do call you Candy Brandy sometimes. Rude. Which is, if you all didn't know her stripper name and also the name her father wanted for her. So So take that that as you will. Um, but yeah, I am a, a ripe 26 years of age. Um, I live in Queens, New York, New York. Um, you don't live in Queens, New York. New York. I do you just live in Queens. New no, York. no, no. I live in Queens, New York, New York. It's a borough. If people okay. weren't sure. Um, and I, um, work in news as of now, we're gonna, we're gonna branch out one day guys, but I'm still, since the last time I was on, I'm still working at great old MSNBC. Um, and I have a lot of hobbies, including, <laughs> including <a> long reading. <laughs> And hanging with my friends. And that's, <laughs> and that's yeah, I love me. that. Maybe she's doing like a dating profile. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I kind of felt that. Right. Okay. Well, here I am. That's me. Here Loud and proud. Is. We're so excited to have you. I think that we should do a little quickie pride and pickle. And then we can get into the stuff. The stuff. The stuff. Okay. Are you ready, Marna? Yeah. Woohoo. Are you ready, ghost? Okay, it's time for Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle. 
Um, my prize this week is. Do we want to Haley to go first? I, no, really, 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 first. really jumped in there with Brenda, the. I really did. No, but that was wonderful. Like no, I felt, good I felt charged. We felt good. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad. Okay, so my pride this week is that I feel like I've navigated a lot of very quick change that my friends don't know the details of yet, but a lot of quick change when it comes to work. Um, and I'm proud of the way that I've navigated that. I think I handle things that like really could like paralyze a lot of people in terms of like nervousness or anxiety or overwhelm. Like I really think I handle that really well. And it's a trait that I notice more and more over time that the more situations that I get into, I'm impressed by and grateful that I don't, you know, project things onto other people or get frustrated about things that I can't control and more so just kind of channel it and figure out what I can do with with the energy, the time, the everything that I have. And yeah. And I'm also simultaneously just like optimistic about what the future holds, whether it's the near future or over the next couple of months, just because I think it's going to have a positive effect on me, on my resume, on my like self as a leader, on the autonomy that I have over my workday and people at work that I care for. And um, honestly, my financial situation. So I think there's a lot of good coming. Um, And in addition to that, a lot of you know that our friend Ashley is my boss's daughter, which has its own set of things. Um, But I'm just really, really proud of the way that our relationship, mine and Ashley's has evolved over time because we just had such a mature conversation the other day about just like our friendship and how that kind of plays a role in the way that like my career goes. And it's it's just super tricky. And at the same time, I was just really impressed by it. The way that we were able to navigate things and just reminded me like whoa like we really were adults and we yeah. yeah and you know your yeah. friendship like is incredibly strong and that's like such a good feeling to like be able to go through something like this and realize that it's not going to be rocked like it, it's, yeah. it holds the test of time mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and and we talked a lot about that too and just like I was so glad that I was able to communicate to her that like nothing is more important to me than our friendship and that I would never ever let anything get in the way of that and it just felt so good that she knew that without me getting into it too much but then my pickle is that I have the expectation um not that I am manifesting for it to happen but I have the expectation that I'm taking on a lot of different things right now and I know that it's gonna be I'm just gonna have to like listen to myself and my intuition and energy and everything when it comes to that because I'm have a lot of balls in the air right now all of which need my attention. And again, not letting myself be like bogged down by it or anything, but obviously for someone that cares about all the things that she's part of, I never want to one, not give enough of myself to them. But two, I noticed that this time around in, in this phase, like I'm not willing, there are certain things I'm not willing to sacrifice. Like I'm not willing to sacrifice like the nights a week that Haley and I watch TV. I'm not willing to sacrifice Um, my relationship with Chris and the time that we spend together, my mornings in the gym, like, and it's not to say that I don't need more sleep or something because I definitely do, but like, I'm not willing to sacrifice the things that are important to me for that stuff. So just kind of navigating. Yeah, absolutely. It's difficult to navigate, but it is important to know, you know, like give, when you're giving your time to things, it's really important to be clear on what you're willing to give up, even if it's for a short time, like, and to protect your energy in that way and to protect your time in that way. And that's a hard thing to stand up for yourself for, but in the long run, it's really important because if you don't do that, you just freaking burn out. Right. That's why people burn out. Right. That's why you burn out. And then you're, and then you're helping no one. You're helping no one. You're helping no one. Because then you can't even get the other stuff done. Right. Right. And you do, you love, like you, you are one of the most ambitious people I know. Like you get so, so excited about so many different things, but you never ever let your excitement about something else like drain a different aspect of what you're like a different yeah. aspect of something that you're doing. And so that can become so much because you're putting like 110% into five different things right. versus where yeah. someone else like myself might be only putting it into two. And so it's like a very, very difficult thing to navigate, especially like when work things change when, that you're not maybe currently expecting to change. Yeah. And so it's like definitely, definitely difficult to, to yeah. navigate, but I do think you're doing a very good job. Yeah. Thank you. And, and yeah, and it, and it is all important to me, but I guess I'm 
being realistic with myself that like to, to be aware of those little things that I know are like tellers for me. Cause whereas most people like snap on people or like, I don't know, re- respond to stress differently. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to be conscious of what those things are like for me, even if it might not directly, if it's not like, Oh, this is bad. And you have to stop everything, but just like sleeping more if I, if I do need it, or at least like letting myself really recover on the weekends mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, just so that doesn't happen. A hundred percent. Hales. My pride is, well, my big pride is just being here. It's so lovely. Um, I think I kind of, kind of goes along with what you said about, um, like with you and Ashley, like, you know, this is the first time me and Julia really it's the first time Julia has been apart from like most people, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like the biggest, um, it's definitely the, the, biggest distance we've ever been apart and I mean I remember in 10th grade when I went to Israel for 10 days and we (laughs) sobbed and we made a secret handshake that we would do every day at this time that we saw the moon so that we were doing it at the same time (laughs) that the moon was up it was ridiculous but um yeah right um and now it's you know it's it's months and months and it's different time zones and stuff and it's definitely been difficult um but like being here it just feels very um like easy like it just Mm. feels very easy and it feels good to um have that kind of one-on-one time because it's hard to do that when you're home for a holiday and you're seeing like every single person people at the same time right exactly like you have to kind of like divvy up your time equally Mm. um so it's nice it's really lovely to have that um time together and with that it goes with um I've had just like a lot of sadness lately um but I just am really proud of the way that I've navigated to make sure that I don't I am have positive um light in in other ways Mm -hmm. and I you know if I usually when when things happen I'm someone that needs like alone time but like recognizing like okay this is so much what can you do right now that you normally wouldn't do ask to see someone like I'm doing all of that all this the extra stuff that like um can be um daunting I guess Mm -hmm. to a lot of other people and I just have not let what other people would say is a lot of just grief and sadness lately bog me down um and really just looked at it like life short um you know yeah keep going like you know reach out to your loved ones and just enjoy life and I feel like I've been doing that lately and I'm proud of myself you are it's hard when you can't you know when it's things that are outside of circumstances that are right. completely 100 exactly. out of your control it's hard not to feel like for lack of better words like a victim or right. like totally like just like that oh I have no control in this situation so I'll just like lay down my arms right but like to to push through in a way that like keeps you going mm-hmm. and keeps you from going to like that really really negative place that we can sometimes go to totally. when just things around us are just sad right exactly um yeah and, and when they're out of your control because you know it's different it's a different type of feeling when you have things in your control than when it's truly like life circumstances right. like such as deaths and whatnot right. like it's a very different sense totally um, and I, yeah, I don't know if I would have done it in the past. So I feel good about that. Um, and my pickle, my pickle is that, um, I'm allergic to Julia's dog <laughs> and really it doesn't rough. matter what I actually, that's not true. I will say that it's been better this time. Cause I think Julia got her groomed before I came. Mm. So that's been super helpful. But like the other day, Nathan was like, oh, you're, you're burning, but it wasn't burn. It was hives. <laughs> it was not sunburn. <laughs> so like, that's unfortunate. Like, what if I, I was honestly going to ask you if you were burnt right now. Oh, well, she is, is a little burnt. burnt right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but not too much, just a little, just, yeah, yeah. A, just a forehead, just burn. a forehead. It's because this, that's my pickle also that my forehead is higher than other people's I foreheads. I don't think so. I've never noticed that about you. It is it, this part of my head is maybe it's flat yeah or something I don't know but it's the part of my face that it does always get burned it's It's the only only part it must be the way you hold your head 
like when you're reading and sitting in the sun, it must be the way that you position your head because like I'm looking at your head right now and it's normal head. So like, it must be how you're like you know holding it. You're not, you're not fully wrong. Besides the fact that you just said, I hold my head weird. Is that I do. I know you hold it weird. Just you hold it in a specific way in which the mm-hmm. sun is hitting it on directly. Mm-hmm. Well, if anyone has any tips, let me know. Send send tips. Um, reapply your sunscreen yep. to HaleyRoseFromToyahoo.com. <laughs> Those are the tips. <laughs> I have hats. I have a hat. Sit in the shade. I don't have to fit my head. It's unfortunate, really. My my bucket hat would fit your head. Really? No. Yes, it would. I don't think so. Brenda's head's really big. <gasps> <gasps> my head's really small. We can it we can discuss. Is. We can discuss. We can, we can figure something out. <laughs> Ghost doesn't like her dog. <laughs> She's truly am. But she loves me. It's crazy. She does. But so, so yeah, the Those allergies have not been good. But we still love her. Mm-hmm. We still love her. We do what we can. Mm-hmm. Um, my pride this week is that Haley's here. It's been so fun having her here. And it's just nice to get to share my life with her here. We've been doing a lot of like normalcy also things which like even though it's not as exciting and fun and like vacationy it's nice to have her just as part of like our day-to-day right of yeah. like like Monday and Tuesday like we both had work and like I was going to class and like it's just nice to have her feel like integrated into like how things go around here right exactly. um, and just like share I don't know like sharing just like the mundane day-to-day right. Um, like I used to run auditions with you when we lived together in Queens. Yeah, yeah. And now I got to do it here. And I got to do it here. And I wore a bonnet and it was extra good. She was going to put it on backwards. This I is really saved my life. This is why I worry, you know? <laughs> Josh, Nathan, and Ghost could not have no, told me have. the right way to wear a bonnet, but you did. I knew. <laughs> you knew. It's those random things that you just know. It's the thing. When you I said I'm an know. expert on bonnets, mm-hmm. I meant it. And mm. we're going to Harry Potter World on Friday, and that really is the best part of the whole that's ever. True. Oh. We're yeah, that's so freaking so excited. Rally. We love Harry Potter World. We're so excited. Okay, but anyway, so that's the prize. And then my pickle is my pickle is just like I have like a lot of things up in the air right now, mm. and I hate not being able to like have some sense of like what my schedule is going to be like for the next couple months. Hopefully, like it will be very busy. Um. There's just a couple projects up in the air um, and, you know, none of them could happen, but like hopefully some of them, one or two right. of them happen. Um, but, it, the bonnet. but yeah, especially the bonnet. Yes, we do. But it's just like people are also asking me for like Concrete my plans. schedule right. and I'm like, I don't know. Like I cannot right. tell you. And I that just really stresses me out, totally. even though it's kind of just the a really big part of my job is that I never right. really know my schedule, but it. I, it definitely doesn't ever cease to stress me, right. um, especially when I know that there are like potential things on the on deck yeah. on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So just that's dealing with that. No, yeah, it's definitely. definitely stressful. Yeah, yeah. I think the the thing that like I find all of us like can have a difficult time with, and I think just like most people do, is just that aspect of uncertainty. Like for sure, because even though I think genuinely that each of us in our own way have learned to like be adaptable and respond differently to things that especially past versions of ourselves would have found extra anxiety in or extra discomfort or would have let something either be defining or whatever. Um, I think we've all gotten so much better at it, but it's hard. Like it's hard to, for people who love to plan or love to be able to plan at least a little bit. Um, it's, it's hard to not know. And especially when it comes to also like for you, Ju, and I know for all of us, but like you also want to like enjoy your life. Like it's been such a good, uh, important goal for you to be present and experience life Mm. and to feel like you can't like plan for things like that either because you're uncertain about certain things that really matter to you with work. That's, that's hard. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. And like, it's so funny because we're, we're all like, we're like so chill, like whatever. But like my friends were asking if we had an itinerary (laughs) for California. And I was like, no, it's just, you know, we're just bopping around, we're just bopping around. And then I like told, like, I told my and friend, then you sent them the I itinerary, sent them the itinerary that I and they're you. like, this is an itinerary. And we're I was like, like no, this no. Is not an itinerary. If I lose plan, this is a loose plan. If the words bop around are on a day, like, yeah. how is that a, that's not an itinerary. It's a suggestion. And yeah. so like for someone that like, this isn't not an itinerary, like it's right. very hard. I mean, it totally wasn't an itinerary, <laughs> but like, but like it was, that was a very like 
casual itinerary right. for our standards yeah. right exactly right right like it's not like wake up at this time go no it was like right. monday it was like or like wednesday like go to pilates bop around go here for lunch and then go here for drinks like right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, plans? Yeah. Plans. <laughs> so that's the stress. really lose i was i was gonna say that about what you what you said before with like the experiencing the mundane things i feel like Haley is one of the rare people that like really doesn't need like she doesn't need this extravagant thing like she oh is, yeah she is so like unique I think in the sense yeah. of she's like you don't need to like do this no. whole big shebang like I would love to get a glimpse in your life like she really does appreciate the little things like love I think it. it probably means even more to you Hale to be able to like I do see I love it right. I love yeah. an errand like love, love an, an errand. errand I just really yeah. like I just like to be I'm a very con- I'm easily content and so I really like I, I just, yeah. And like, we do have like a ton of like other, like bigger fun plans right. planned, yeah. but like my favorite things to do, I think with both of you are just like sitting, like being together, just sitting, mm-hmm. like being in the house, like sitting on the couch, like running an errand. Like if I had to choose like what to do with both of you, For sure. like it would be more like mundane. Cause I just, I don't know. I just, I love doing that with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, so we definitely have a mix of both. Right. We have a but, mix of both. But I like for both of you, I feel that way that like, I love just doing the like the little mundane things right. with you guys. Whereas if it were, you're right, Brenda, like if it were someone else, like I might feel as though like I needed to have like Stress. plan more things right. and like, yeah, like dinner plans every night and like blah, blah, blah. But right. like we got a good mix going on. We got a good mix. A little mixy yeah. mix. Okay, so everybody knows how much I absolutely love skincare and how much I hate when your skin is like dry and dehydrated and crackly. It's not cute. It's not cute at all. Brenda was just talking to me about how her skin's feeling extra dry, but we have found the solution because one of my favorite brands, The Way, has come out with two amazing new products to help keep us moisturized and hydrated during this cold, cold winter. I'm talking about The Way Melrose Place Body Cream and The Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser. I never really think about the cleanser that I'm using on my body, but it is so important to take care of our body just as much as we're taking care of the skin on our face. After all, our body is the biggest organ and we better take care of it. And I'm going to with the way Melrose Place Body Cleanser because it balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. It's skin softening. It has hydrating oils and it has high quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil which I absolutely love and you can experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser your body your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BELIEVE. Go get slippery and hydrated, girl. Hydration looks good on you. One of my favorite things to do in the whole wide world is online shopping. Who doesn't love online shopping? And so I have my credit card information and my personal information saved on about like a hundred different websites. So I can like go in easily, get what I want, one, two, three, click, 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 all the information saved and have it shipped right to my house. I also travel a lot and work in public spaces a lot where I'm using public Wi-Fi. And I started to realize that hmm, maybe all of my personal information is not so safe just sitting there on the internet while I'm using public Wi-Fi or where someone can hack in and steal all my information. So this is where NordVPN comes into play. NordVPN is premium cybersecurity. It's also the fastest VPN in the whole wide world. So this is going to protect me and protect all of my personal information from hackers, anyone that's trying to do internet things that I don't understand and steal my information, which, uh, nobody wants. So NordVPN is the cybersecurity that we all need. Some of my favorite things about NordVPN are that I can access content from over 59 different countries by changing my virtual location with one click, which is so amazing if I'm traveling abroad and I want to watch Netflix or something. Also, like I said before, when I'm traveling, I'm often using unsecure airport or restaurant Wi-Fi. Sometimes I like to work at a coffee shop and public Wi-Fi is notorious for being a hotbed for hackers to steal data, which is not good. So NordVPN 
VPN gives me some peace of mind when I'm doing that. And my internet traffic is routed through a secure encrypted tunnel, which protects my data and privacy whenever I'm on the web. I could also have six devices on NordVPN, which is absolutely crazy because that covers my laptop, my phone, my iPad, even my smart TV. So don't let yourself be vulnerable to hackers. NordVPN protects me and I can protect you too. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe that's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. 70% off plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. A simple way to protect yourself and your information while doing what we're all best at doing, scrolling on the web, NordVPN. So I think we should get into the topic here. Haley, I think we should start off with, like I said earlier, and I said to you earlier today, is I've really admired your mindset when it comes to going into dates. And I think that that's a difficult thing to cultivate. So where did you start? And tell us a little bit about the mindset that you have and like how you got there. Well, um, and you can give a little like backstory into like how first starting a date and stuff if you want to. Um, so I feel like I did something that most people don't do and, um, where they, they talk about doing, but they don't actually do. Fair. Um, I took a long time off from a breakup before I started dating. Um, I think that it's not for everyone. A lot of people are like, oh, let's get under people to get over people. That is so freaking fair. And it's so like- Everybody's experience Everybody's is different. so different. But I do think there's a large, large population of people that are in my boat that don't feel comfortable being in that boat mm-hmm. because of the pressure of other, everyone else. Like I experienced it too. Like I got very upset at Julia, right? When, when I had my breakup because Julia was like, why don't you just get on Hinge with me? And I was like, I'm not ready. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, she wasn't doing it because she was like, like she wasn't feeling like I needed someone. No, she was like, I just was ready. And I wanted you on the same page as I was, but everybody's healing journey is different. different. And I do think though, like her reaction to me is the ordinary reaction that a lot of friends Mm. feel like with their, with their friends. Um, and it's really hard to be like, no. And it took me like, don't get me wrong. I was like, I had, you know, a lot of times where like, it was hard for me to feel feel like I could validate my reasons to other people but I just had to keep saying to myself you don't need to validate your reasons to anyone else 100% and I think either way anyway right exactly either way and I think that that is genuinely something that is so hard and like anyone that's feeling like they're not in a place that they want to date um I get your I get where you're at because like most often especially when you're catching up with people like their first thing is like any boys, any girls, like what's the update? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and so it can be really hard, um, to navigate your answer. And I think that right to be like, I'm not doing that yet. Yeah. I'm not doing that yet. Like I'm, I'm not ready. Or, or like a lot of times I was just like, honestly, I'm enjoying like reloving myself. Mm -hmm. Like I'm enjoying like, like this is, this is about to sound so cliche and I'm so I just want the world to know I know that it's cliche, but the Selena Gomez song. Um, <laughs> Lose you to love me? Yes. <laughs> I remember, like, That's I was still song. in a relationship when that song came out, and I was still so about Like, this hit. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I was, yeah. like, thinking about my, like, 18-year-old self with my horrendous, like, traumatic breakup in high school and college. And then, then I had a breakup, like, I don't know, probably a couple months after, uh, some time frame after. Yeah. And it shook me even more to my core because yeah. I was like, this girl is truth. And the thing is like, right after your breakup, you don't, you still don't get it. Like you, you it, it's so much about perspective later on. It's like hindsight, but I like really kept being like, you listened to that song when you were in a relationship and you knew it was fact. Like mm-hmm. just remember that it's going to be fact for you in a few months. And I really just like, was obsessed with cultivating something for me. Um, and then it like, you know, it's like fake it till you make it. It just stuck. Like I am obsessed with myself in the most healthy way possible. Yeah, totally. I do not think I'm amazing. I do not think I'm perfect, which that's a bad word. I think you're amazing. Um, you're right. So, (laughs) 
but I, I like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, those people that are cocky. It's not self-inflated. No, I'm not cocky. Mm. I don't like cocky, but I'm confident in yeah. a way that and I you would have never true have been. love for yourself. Right. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And I just think that, um, that's really, really hard to cultivate. And if it, you need to cultivate it without, if you need to cultivate it in a way that like, you're still looking for validation from someone else, fake it until you make it and be okay with taking that time off. Um, because it's really, I'm so, so damn proud of myself for doing it. And I think it is the yeah. only reason that I am the way I am. Yeah, for sure. And it's been, it's been so cool to like, watch all of that unfold. And honestly, I think I've watched like every single one of Haley's relationships get better and deeper. Not that they weren't before. No, but yeah, just- totally the way that she's like opened herself and her heart and her self-awareness to so many things has caused such a, like, I I don't want to say a better reaction to different circumstances, but you've just like adapted to hard things better. Like you've just been more gentle on yourself. You haven't let things define you. And it's, it's been so cool to watch. And it's been so interesting to see how that plays out in your relationships. Cause really it just goes to show that so much of the work we do on ourselves does have an impact on our relationships, whether it's in the way we connect with other people or in just in the way that like our energy is given off to others or the way that you inspire others, like in, in so many different circumstances, I think about like the ways in which you've like been more adaptable or been more flexible or less, um, I don't know, like just deeply affected by things, not 100%. because you don't care, but like, it's, it's like, I know it's rubbed off on the way that I look at things. So it's really cool that, that stuff like that um, plays a role. And I guess something extra that I admire about you is that it's really difficult to go against like the norm. And it's especially difficult in a society where people obviously, you know, want connection. We all do, but also where there's like a level of judgment to an extent or, or at least confusion as to like, Oh, you're not doing that yet. Why? Right. Like working on you. Like, it's not like it working on you is a bad thing, but I think that it's a lot harder for people, especially maybe adults and other generations to grasp like, Oh, you're not actively seeking this. Right. Um, Absolutely. So to, how did you beyond navigating, I guess, conversations like that, like in moments when you maybe got in your own head about like, oh, I should be doing this. How did you stick to your original mm-hmm. thought and plan of like, no, this is actually what I want? Um, so I think I have the slight benefit of like, I really enjoy alone time. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's obviously like very different for everyone. We all have the level of things that we need. Um, but something great to learn how to do. Right, I would that's say so true. Everyone. Of course, some people are more extroverted and need more socialization, but I think it's really important to to figure out how to really enjoy that right. time with yourself when you have it. Because That's very true. For everybody at some point or another, there's going to be a night where everybody's busy or like Absolutely. there's going to be a time where you need to be alone and taking the time, even though I totally agree that that's like, you know, people need different levels of no, socialization yeah. and you like, you definitely really value your alone time and always have that it's an important skill as we get older to, um, to have it's an no, important skill to have you know what that is so true that is very very true and I, I I feel like in the past I've always felt um I've always felt I had to say things like I'm a loser I love like my alone time like you have to right. what's it before like just you have to justify, justify it, it right yeah. and to two people um and so I think that I'm kind of like trained myself to yeah. say to come off like that like I know I'm like I'm right, a little like different. Like to be alone, right, right, exactly. But it is, it's so, so important to just like really enjoy being like with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for so long, um, I, and, and most people do this in relationships. I just had it a little bit more because a lot of my relationship was long distance. Um, I was so um, attuned to what he needed at what time that Mm. I didn't have the time for myself and the things that I love as much, um, Mm. being alone because I was either preparing to FaceTime him or texting him while doing the thing I was doing, or, um, I was planning my schedule around the times that we would be conversating or I would be going to him or he would be coming to me and all of the above. Um, And so I really 
took the time that, you know, the, the hours and hours that I would be, have been spending with him. And I turned them into activities that like I now could do after work that benefited me fully. Um, and so anytime that I got like a little bit down because there were plenty of times ladies, um, and men just had a little conversation with my male friend. Yeah. But we'll have to get a Josh perspective yes, on this as well. Exactly. So these days. Yes. And we had a little conversation about, um, that and how like, you know, pe- women think men don't feel those things. And I don't think that's necessarily true, but I, it is that we don't think that because I do think men have the same thoughts, um, insecurities, insecurities. Um, but I would make, I, um, I love like an, like a little activity excitement type of thing. Like anything can be an activity for me, which is what I guess Brenda was saying. Like I am very easily, very easily. But again, that goes back to what we'll get into in a little bit about mindset. Like that is just totally mindset. If you look at something and you're like, I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to make this activity. Like I'm going to make this special for me. And I always talk about that when I talk about like doing skincare right, like exactly. that's so how I view skincare I'm like totally. it's spa time and I'm so excited about it 100%. like you can you can frame I would say most things in life that way if you choose to absolutely and I really I think I mean you've rubbed off on me on skincare a lot like I love a skin a spa night like spa time for everybody spa time <laughs> literally Nathan told Haley today that the reason that I liked him was because he did skincare and I said he's not wrong you're not wrong like, <laughs> yeah that's definitely that's true probably the truth like, probably true like just be fortunate that you had one like and he yeah. was like i know and i was like circa thanksgiving 2019 like good job like proud of you that's when it started those hairline breakouts really changed his life for the for the better for the better, for the better. if he didn't have those breakouts he might not have me I'll he, tell you might, that. he would never have you it's thank so you true acne thank you acne we appreciate you mindset um, literally Um, but that, yeah, I, I just like, will create an activity for myself. Um, whether it's literally going to home goods and finding the most wonderful gnome I can find. Oh, we love a holiday gnome. We love a holiday gnome. I also love mail. Like I'll write my friends cards. I'll make little goodie bags. Like if I'm like, oh, tonight's goodie bag night. Or like I will have a Harry Potter marathon and I will take out my face um, what is it called? Sauna, face sauna, um, steamer, face steamer. <laughs> and I, and I do a little mass or honestly, like it's so fun, but I will say also like setting up a time, um, of connection with people that, you know, you wish they were connecting with you more, but you so hard to like make the jump to do it. Cause it feels so like, it feels so, I guess, it makes you feel bogged down when you have to reach out to people that like, if they were in your general vicinity, normally you would never have to reach out to them because they would always be there. So it feels almost like an extra, I don't know, energy to have to do something that feels like it should be so seamless, but I would read, you know, I was doing that. I was reaching out to my friends from school more and, and making FaceTime dates and having specific things I wanted to tell them, or, um, I've learned to cook so much in the past like two years like I'm a huge cook now great baker um just like all of that stuff I just think like having those moments for yourself like on freaking New Year's Eve everyone else was out having their kisses doing their thing and I made a fucking mood board and it was gorgeous we loved it it's stunning and I we loved yeah and I took pictures of it and I sent it to everyone and I said this is all my goals these are all my dreams these are my aspirations and I like I'm just so proud of it I have a question how did you know that like what's the line between Mm -hmm. because I think this is a problem people run into. Mm-hmm. What's a line between like you're making a choice to not date yet because you're really working on or because you're scared. yourself or because you're scared? Okay. Like so- where, how do you know that you're really doing it in the right, right way in, for the right, right reasons, reasons 100%. instead of passing it off as that, but you're too scared, but you're Rejection. really doing it because you're hard. right because oh. you're scared of rejection you're scared of getting hurt again like you're keeping yourself holding yourself back like I know this answer how, so well. oh please I will say you want to know what I know this answer so well because this was something that I feel like all of you 
um, every random human, my mom, my dad, not really my dad, my dad's a gem, but my, my aunt and uncle, everyone was like kind of hinting towards when I said I wasn't ready. Um, but I knew, I want you to know, I didn't feel that way. No, no, I know. But like, when you know, when people are, yeah. when people are making, well, but I, but, just, I, but I say that because I saw how true it was for right. you that you were doing work right. and like really ta- doing it because not because you were scared, right. because that it was like you were taking time for real for, self love right. and like all that. And I took stuff. a while like I people it, it's people take, you know, various different times, but I will I know I know the moment that I realized because um, our friend Josh was had been for months trying to set both of us up with his friends and I was like no no Mm -hmm. like each time I was like no I don't want to no thank you no I don't know for various reasons and then one day he brought it up to me again and I found I wanted to see a picture I wanted to know more about them and then I was like Mm. oh you're interested in people ah Mm -hmm take like remember follow follow that that. like I hadn't been interested and I hadn't questioned myself for not Mm. being interested I wasn't gonna let people question me of why I wasn't interested I was like I'm not just leave it at that but the second I but that means that you have to you have to be very honest with yourself to know that and I know that's really hard um but I was really, really honest with myself the entire time of the reasons behind it. And the second I found myself being curious about people and, and wanting to know if that cute guy at the restaurant was single and things like that, I decided that, you know what, now, if you don't date, then you're, then you're not being truthful of why you're not dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you do a really good job of calling yourself out on things I don't even think I would call it that because you you're just honest but I think a lot of times we really do convince ourselves of something differently or like lie to ourselves or maybe not even realize that we're doing it right and I just think you do a really really good job of being honest with yourself about like why am I actually doing this why what is the real reason and it's almost as though you're not afraid of the answer like you're you're just you're just very like open and receptive to what it is but I guess if that like beyond the curiosity, is there like something specific that do you think it's it's individual to different people? Or like if someone is wondering and maybe doesn't know how to be honest with themselves, what do you think are some like telltale things that that they're actually ready? Like whether it is fear or, or it is hesitation, like what do you think makes someone ready? Well, I think it's a lot of it like is um like unfortunately right now, or fortunately, I don't know, you know, I was listening to the Bumble's chief branding officer today on a panel and she was making amazing arguments for dating apps. So it's not, maybe it is fortunately, right. But I will say, you know, our culture right now, the, the way that people are meeting people is through dating apps and whether people say that they're dating app people or not, that's just what is. Can you share the analogy that she shared about the Mm -hmm. delivery? I was so smart. She said, you know, 30 years ago, if you wanted to not get- even like 10 years ago, yeah, 10 years ago, years ago, years. <laughs> an amount of years, a general amount of years ago, if you wanted food, you could have a certain amount of restaurants on your block that you were able to order from because those are the people that you could get food from. And that was it. You had maybe like five restaurants. You had five restaurants on your few in walking distance. Of walking your distance if you wanted to pick up or they deliver to, they weren't going right. to deliver all over. But now you have DoorDash, Grubhub, Seamless, you know, other various delivery services. And you have the entire 20 mile radius of things that you can have and no one questions it. No one's like, you know, why aren't we sticking with our local people now? Why are we not only walking down the block to get the local pizzeria? They're like, oh, you want Thai? We haven't had Thai in in months. It's a a freaking 40 blocks away. You know what? You could still have it. No one questions it. Um, no one's questioning the fact that your credit cards are in all of those things and you're, you're leaving it insecure people's reasoning for saying that they don't want to be in a dating apps are like, it, it feels, um, it feels, you know, you have the argument of it feels unsafe. Well, if I have my first name, my picture on here, what about 
the fact that I have my credit card and social security info everywhere else. <laughs> on my doorstep. Yeah, like legitimately. Um, but I just loved the idea of like that analogy because it felt like what if we do that with every other thing right. in our life, Why? if we expand our horizons right. with everything else in our life, when with our food, if we expand our, our horizons to our food, like why wouldn't we expand our horizons in our dating? Like why would Absolutely. you, it's like, instead of being limited to the five bars on your block where you can meet people, right. you have such a wider array of opportunity to meet people, just like you have a wider array of takeout options. Right, like, exactly. Like you literally don't have the three bars in your street that everyone in your radius has got going to that you can meet people like you have an entire city on your phone and like while that does mean that you know like it might take some more swiping and flicking and whatever people writing and I don't know I don't know these words but whether it takes more time to do that you have so much more of a chance of finding someone on there than you did 30 years ago mm-hmm. but back yeah. to the am I ready right so um I think that people go on dating apps, they make their, their app, you know, because of a pressure, because they feel lonely or something. Um, and they add the stuff on there and it's so stressful. Right. And then they feel defeated when, when people aren't coming up and, and it just gets to be, um, a negative versus an added positive to their life. Mm. Um, and for me, when I finally made the hinge, I was, I didn't feel stressed about the time I was going on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was leaving the app feeling negative about myself, um, no matter what the matches or non-matches were. Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to take the time off or put the time in that I needed without it affecting how I viewed myself. And that was the, that was to me, the biggest indicator that I was ready to be on it. So important because like, I mean, I said, I, so I ended up going on a date, few dates with, with a friend of a friend. Right. And after that experience ended, not only I wasn't, me and him were not right for each other, but I also was like, you know what? I'm ready to take a little bit more of a break. This was exactly when I needed to get into it. It wasn't, you know, the love of my life. And before I start the dating app scene where I have to make a profile for myself, right? um, I'm going to take some more time off to figure out what it is that I, not what it is that I want because I know what I want, but I guess like figure out um, the amount of energy that I was willing to put Mm -hmm. into it because- I could have gone, I think very easily, I could have gone from, you know, the date not working out to getting burned out on the app immediately from not having like, right, you know, immediate sparks, right, exactly. I think it would have been very easy to get bogged down. Um, But so I but I knew myself, I knew I felt a little bit like, sad about the situation, and was like, you know what, take a little bit more time so that you when you're getting on here, there's nothing but positive feelings. Yeah. It's like another fun activity. Like exactly. we were talking about making exactly. things in your life like a fun activity. activity. It's just, I feel like you really have made it like another fun activity totally. for your repertoire of fun of activities that you have that some include other people and some don't include other people. Exactly. And I love what you said about like that no matter how the matches go that day or how those dates go that day, it doesn't affect how you feel about you. And that is the most important thing I think for anyone to take away from this is like, that's why doing that work is so important. And like, of course, yeah, sometimes something might work out and you might feel sad. You might feel disappointed. That's human nature. Like absolutely feel those feelings. Good. Like, yes, you should. You should should get excited and feel disappointed when things don't work out. That's living life. authentically authentically and fully and presently right but so you can feel sad or disappointed that something didn't work out but you're not then turning it on you of this didn't work out because I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough or I'm you know there's something wrong with me and I think that is the real Mm -hmm. difference of doing it in like you know a positive or negative way and I just love that it you really have made it another fun activity yes I really have and I think that's the biggest thing too that I've noticed from conversations I've had with people who are using dating apps is I think that a lot of times people are quick to give up on them to an extent or stop using them because of a negative experience that they felt even if it wasn't directly with a a person and and like a conversation they had but I think 
due to something that led them to believing a certain thing about themselves and the right. narrative that right. they wouldn't have had if they hadn't been on the app. Right. And then yeah. just describing that to the, to that being a problem of the app or a problem of dating right. rather than really being maybe something that you need to work out yeah. with you. Right. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of perspective that everything that you shared with like comparing it to other things that are going on right now, because I think there's like a layer of shame and I don't know if it's just like blaming or an excuse or if it's just genuinely how people feel but I think there's a layer of shame around meeting someone through an app or on the internet or whatever nowadays versus meeting someone in person and I don't know if that has to do with thinking that it's not like an authentic connection or that it feels unconventional even though it seems like most people are meeting on dating right. apps. yeah I feel like that's that's shifting yeah it is, but, but it, there is I definitely there's still a stigma that. Yeah. Like I think I, like, I think about, I, I forget who, I think it, I don't know if it was someone, um, I, I, yeah, I really, honestly, I, I feel like the name. reaction whenever someone meets on, like, let's say you meet a couple that's met on the date, a dating app, the reaction from the outside of people are like, Oh my God. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> like when I'm like, Oh, like when people ask me, Nathan, how do you meet? I'm like, Oh, we went to college together. People are like, Oh, oh cool. cool. Fine. But like, if someone is like, you met on a dating app, people are like, Oh my <laughs> God. Like it's still shocking to on people. On Saturday when we were out, um, me and Josh went out, um, and we met this couple and, um, they met on hinge and me and Josh got so excited. Really tell us your secrets. <laughs> amazing they were a couple that had been dating for seven months it worked amazingly it's funny that's like it's still a little bit of like what brenda's saying that it's still like a little bit not like just a normal reaction as you would react to like how if you met a couple that met in person but today on the panel one of the women were like it's funny because if you read the new york times wedding announcements always majority of them are like they met on a dating app wow see it's It's even my reaction yeah totally Love it. Yeah. It's, it's so funny because I think there, there really is, there is that stigma beyond feeling weird about it. Like the thing that I'm thinking of is having a friend that I literally cannot freaking remember who for the life of me right now, but who literally was embarrassed to say that they met online. I think it was Kane. I don't know. Um, you can cut that out, but. <laughs> oh, great. Um, Actually, we're thanks God. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Actually, don't worry about it. She's good. She's good. But I feel like we know someone who made a. No, like, it was like. Yes, it, someone was, te- it wasn't killing. Someone was telling us this story that their, it was one of our friends. It was like yeah. Ashley or Kayleen told us a story that their friend or someone that um, they knew was like so embarrassed that they met on a diddy up that they literally made too. up like a whole story. Yes, yes. Oh, thank of, God. Of like how they met, which is so yeah. crazy. It's like, so crazy. who cares? Yeah. If, if you, if you have a genuine connection and you're happy with each other and like you're treating each other well, who fucking cares how you met? Yeah. Also like you I, end up meeting in person. You're not getting cat. It's like, <laughs> you're, like cat if, yeah. you're getting catfished. Yeah. No, I would be embarrassed. Like, I don't want to be like, very different I'm situation. dating Rodrigo. Oh, how is he? I've never met him. It's been yeah, three years, but we I just sent him money every yeah, month. Every month. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's embarrassing. I understand why you don't want to tell people, but like, you know, I would meet Rodrigo in person eventually exactly yeah so it's it's so interesting wow I'm so glad you knew exactly what I was talking about but for someone Hale that is right now listening to the show and they really really want to find love and they really want to feel connected to someone and they think they're ready but also are feeling a little bit discouraged by maybe the lack of responses they've gotten on dating apps or feeling not so positively, like, what would you say to them for someone that's wondering if they'll ever find their person? And what are some of the things that you say to yourself if you ever get into that headspace? I, so this is, um, it's not a plug for Serena Kerrigan, but it's kind of a plug for Serena Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. Um, who we've had on the podcast, who, you, who we yes, love. Her episode, Go listen to her amazing. episode. If you want some self-love boost. She is a rocks. self-love queen. queen. Um, and we talk a lot about dating that episode and she's She's awesome. awesome. And I will say, um, it's something I always have done, but I do way more, um, like genuinely now is Mm -hmm. that I talk to myself like constantly. And like, I do feel like good energy breeds good energy. And so uh, I talk to myself all the fucking time. Yeah. I talk to myself constantly. Like not just about like dating or like, no, I'm just like, Haley, how's your day? Yeah. You don't even have to do it about like that or like things that you need confidence in. I heard that talking to yourself is either a sign of mental disease or intelligence. And I am hoping it's intelligence. I'm going to go with that. I think it's intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so is vivid dreaming and my dreams are crazy. So 
either I'm incredibly intelligent or you're or I have a serious mental illness. And you know what? We're not laughing at mental illness, by the way. No, laughing at never. Yeah, no. There's so I am intelligent, is what we're saying. Um, and I genuinely like hype myself up before a night. Yeah, you do. Like I really do. I stare at myself and I'm like, "You're stunning. You're so smart." And the thing is, like, I genuinely feel like I'm a catch. And it's not, it's not cocky. Like, no, but, and that comes from the work that you did in the time that you took. And you should feel like that. Right. Like, you, sh- if you don't, and we had, when we had Eunice, the art of dating coach on. Oh, I love her. Who is fucking amazing. You should listen to her episode if, you, if you, you're interested in dating or relationships at all. We talk about dating and long-term relationships. But, like, her whole thing is, is, like, you, if, to, in order to attract the level of person right. that you want, you need to be uh that level of like who you want to attract you need to be absolutely and like or at least you need to believe that you can be right exactly you don't have to be there yet right like you could still be like reaching your dreams like like of course not every no one is perfect in their 20s we all have things to work on and things to move forward in but like with your energy with the way you talk to yourself with your with the way you treat yourself, I think most importantly of like how you show up in the world. If you want someone that's going to show up and treat you well, you have to treat yourself. You have to treat well. yourself well. And I always say like, if, if someone's, this is from one of my counselors when I was little said this, but like if my friend, I did this last weekend when I was with you, bud, um, not to you, but to one of our friends, like if someone's talking badly about themselves, I go, stop talking about my friend that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I do that. They, and it was like, they're confused for a second because they're talking about themselves. But I'm like, stop talking about my friend that way. Like, I would mm-hmm. never talk about my friend like that. Don't, it's not, it's not true. You're, you know, you have to tell yourself there, we all have insecurities and I, I constantly am feeling insecure because of various things. Right. But I always have to, I always make sure that I, um, have a, but statement, um, because the sentence you say after the, but is the sentence that you need. So if mm. you say like, Ugh, I'm so bloated today, you know, I'm not feeling well, or I just feel like I just, I'm so not like where I want to be and all this stuff, but I'm so incredibly proud of who I am, what I am stand for and who I surround myself with. And that should be enough. And I always make sure I have a butt statement after, because it's not, it's not possible to control your thoughts. Like we're not saying like, don't think badly about yourself because we all think badly about ourselves. You just need to make sure that those statements and those thoughts are not the last thing your brain thinks, because that's the part that will be repeated for yourself unconsciously throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I just always make sure to do that. Um, And when you have that, when you have those tools, like a whole toolbox of tools to help you you know, remind yourself and have the deep, true knowing that you are a catch and that you, you know, are worthy of a great relationship and good love from yourself and from others. You know, when it doesn't work out on the date, the first date, the second date, the third date, you're not, again, you could be disappointed, but you're not then, you know, doing that self-hate thing that we can sometimes do and saying, I'm not good enough. I'm just going to, it's not about you. It doesn't become about you. It doesn't become you about you. And you're not going to then go and give up. Right. Like you might be like, Oh, I need a week to recover from this one, but then you're not going to throw in the towel and be like, I'm fucking done dating. I'm done with the dating apps. Like, because you have all these tools that remind you that you are worthy of finding a partner if that's what you want. Right. And inevitably not every date's going to work out. It's no. just, and that has n- nothing usually to do with who you are as a right. person. If it you've has done every, the work, right, if you have done the work, it, it has, has everything to do, to do with just chemistry and right. like, not everybody is going to match with everyone. No. Just like you don't, just like you're not BFFs with every no. person that you meet, right. you're not going to be a, a love match with every person right. that you meet. Exactly. But when you have those tools and you can pick yourself up from it and you go in with that right mindset, that's what matters. Right. I mean, like I had that date. Where this guy told me he was shocked how smart I was. I was like, thank goodbye. you so much. And then I left. Thank you so much and goodbye. And I never saw him again. And yeah. he was very butthurt about it, but it was amazing. Like I was so living for it. And I know for a fact that when I told that story to people, they were like, 
oh my God, I hate dating. It's so horrible. People are so horrible. And I was like, no, it's funny. Like this was funny. Yeah. Like right. we're gonna we were in a match. Yeah, we were in a match. He's he's but it has nothing a hard to, time. Right. There's nothing to do with you. With me. You I'm just were in a match. Surprised. Right. Really. Yeah. Like, that's you have to be able to change the narrative around it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's definitely the the only way you can keep moving forward. Yeah, definitely. I think per- perspective is everything. And I think we keep yes. coming back to that. And I think that the more that we can look at something like an opportunity instead of like something that's a you know huge challenge and puts us at a disadvantage and like all these things I think if we're able to look at and it might not be this way for everyone but if we're able to look at something as an opportunity and more of a less pressuring like I'm certain that when people hop on a a dating app and are like I have to find my husband today in this moment like that's a lot of pressure honey but if it's more so like let me see what enjoyment and positive emotion I can cultivate from here and if I make a connection and if I don't I'll find one along the way. Um, But really, really detaching that and detaching your worth from it. And I can only imagine that it's hard. Like in just the the moments where I've watched you guys. Yeah. Like in the moments where I've just watched you guys, whether it's like crafting a profile or actually connecting with someone and trying to figure out what to say, I definitely understand the hesitancy and confusion and difficulty of like saying the right thing and trying to get someone to like understand who you are and all you have to offer in just a couple of words. But- in the same vein, I just feel like there is also opportunity and being able to look at it more as like, you know what, how cool that I have access to a whole like greater scheme of people right. or a grander scale of people than I would if it was having right. to go out. It's the abundance more. mindset versus the scarcity mindset. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you have to look at a dating app as look at this abundance. I don't have to settle. I have so many options mm-hmm. of people out mm-hmm. there for me and yeah. I will find whether it's a dating app or just what happens in life. Like my parents were set up on a blind date. Like, right. You never know. Yeah, my mom today on the panel with all of these important women goes, if anyone has anyone for my daughter, she's amazing. She's beautiful. Petunia, she calls her. That's cool. But like, you know, we're all open. We're but open. you never know how you're going to meet someone. Right. And, and like Brendan just said, like, as long as you're not attaching your worth to it, like be open exactly you can be open and you can you can really frame it in a way of like this is another fun activity that I get to do in my life and find enjoyment out of that and have your worth and you know it's I just I really admire the way you have gone about it Hale and I think you're truly an inspiration for everyone I'm really really grateful that you have been so open with us and like chatted about it because we needed you we needed this input and there's so many people out there who are in the dating scene. And I think it really is beneficial to know that you're not alone and that you can do it in a way that is positive and even fun. Yeah. And I think, I think people should talk about it. I think that's something also that I have totally become a different person in the past year and a half, two years is that like, if I'm feeling uncomfortable in my skin or about something or something, I, used to be the most bottled up person on the planet. And don't get me wrong, I'm still very much a someone that works through things by myself majority of the time. However, I have become so much more comfortable with saying it to someone else because it takes away the power. Like the amount of times I send Brenda an audio message. Right. And I'm like, it takes away the power. I'm like, hey bud, I'm just letting you know that today just felt like I'm, you know, not feeling so great about myself and I'm having like a hard day at work and all this just really bogging me down. But I just want to let you know, you don't have to answer. I want to let you know so that someone else knows so mm-hmm. that it just feels it's such a good tip just to get it out, just there. to get it out. Cause there. it's like it, with anything, I think we so often need to just get out of right. our own head, get like, out of our get own head, out of your it own takes head. Away the power. Whether, right. Whether that's sharing it with someone without an answer, whether that's talking right. through it or whether it's truly doing something that, like you said earlier in the episode mm-hmm. that you love, that brings you joy that, right. you know, that feels fulfilling in a different way. Like we just need to get out of our own heads. And I think we all do that with all different areas of our yes. life, but it's so important, but 
Tales this was so fun. And if anybody has any follow-up questions after hearing this episode and like wants more nitty gritty on this, we can always have Haley back for a second episode and get into the more nitty gritty. If we even want to talk about like, what do you like the exact phrases that you said to yourself in the mirror before a date or getting dressed for a date Mm -hmm. or you know, how you made your profile. Like we can get into all of that. So if that's something you guys Mm want to hear, please let us know and ask any specific questions and we'll force Haley to come back onto the show. I would love to come back. I also have some great stories about Brenda and Julia. So yes. Oh my God. Maybe that'll be next. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Please make sure to leave us a rating and review so that more people can find the show. And if you are on the dating apps today and looking for love, don't lose your freaking what i was about to say don't lose your mind i meant to say don't lose lose your mind don't lose your your mind let's leave it at that and no just know that you your your person is coming your person's out there and in the meantime we are happy to be your people yeah so thank you for listening thank you hill for being on the show and we can't hear about your harry potter world experience oh it's gonna be we will share don't worry (laughs) incredible goodbye everybody bye everyone Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.